Welcome back to Wrong Opinions Only, Survivor Edition. That's right, Season 42 of Survivor is coming out this week, and we want to get you going with a little Episode 0 for this season. That's right, we got to introduce the castaways for this season. I know it feels like we were just watching Survivor, because we were in December. <laughs> but hey, it's March, and it's time to get down with the castaways. Um, episodes for this Survivor recap podcasts are going to be up on Fridays and listeners can watch Survivor 42 on CBS. Of course, it's Natural Home on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. The premiere is next week, March 9th, and it is a two-hour episode. So tune in, get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a long one, but it's going to be great because it's Survivor. Of course, location, it's the same as always since season 33, the Mamanuka Islands in Fiji. And kind of similar situation as season 41. It's still shortened from 39 days to 26 days due to COVID quarantining. So, of course, that introduced increases pacing of twists and gameplay. The immunity idol will not be as easy as a stealthy search. It will involve the players risking something. If you fail, there is a consequence. And they will be split into three tribes of six, the Vati, Taku, and Ika. Of course, we will tune in next week to see if I'm pronouncing those right, because I'm probably not. Fair warning. And rewards and supplies will be scarce. So just kind of watch out for that because they're going to be very hungry. So ready to talk about these castaways? Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this new season. The castaway uh, bio seemed uh, fairly interesting, a little better than last season, I think. And with them having an idea of how this is going to run at 26 days, I think is going to change the gameplay a little bit. For season 41, this was basically a new version of Correct. Survivor. So they were all learning on the fly and they were frantically running around and you didn't see a lot of the relationships get formed as much as you have in previous seasons. So I wonder if they're going to kind of start off on that frantic footing or if they are going to be like, okay, we know it's coming. Let's mentally prepare and handle this the best possible way. Yeah, so it's always fun to see how they kind of interact. And now at this point, they've seen the season of it, depending on how much they've seen before they had to do their own auditioning and recording. But I do like the fast pace of the shorter weeks. So they kind of have to think quick. And it just results in some interesting arguments, gameplay decisions that we love to argue about. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to get into these castaways. You ready? Let's do it up. Okay. So first we have Jonathan Young. He's 29 from Gadsden, Alabama. He's a beach service company owner. He likes working out, duh, spearfishing and surfing. Pet peeves are wearing a shirt. Most uh, proud. Of course. <laughs> most proud of breaking the Guinness World Record for most pull-ups with 100 pounds on his back. And apparently he can sing an amazing rendition of The Little Mermaid, Part of Your World. All right, we get it, dude. You work out. All right. Anything, I don't know, below surface level here on you? Or no? No, that's pretty much... It says it all. Pet peeves are wearing a shirt, okay? Yeah. The only interesting thing I had noted on him was his hero is Lex Luger. Yes. Which is... Interesting, especially when every contestant feels like they need to note their parents are their heroes. Guess what? Everybody loves their parents. All right, let's hear something that gives me insight into your background instead of just saying, my mom and dad, they went through so much. I grew up through such hard times and I wouldn't be here where I am today without them. All right, we get it. Get over it. Tell us something real. Sorry for my little rant. No, I'm totally with you because we're going to see a lot of that as we go on. He wants to play like Ozzy. Of course, Ozzy from Survivor, Cook Islands. He's also in Survivor, Micronesia, one of my favorite seasons. Black Widow Brigade, Unite, and Survivor South Pacific. 
And that's it on Jonathan Young. Next, we have Maria Sharon. She's 47 from Noblesville, Indiana. Stay-at-home mom. Enjoys gardening, writing poetry, spoken word, and Pilates. Says she's spicy, smart, and loving. Pet peeves when someone has a big old snowfall up like sneezes and doesn't cover their nose. That is verbatim what she said. Oh, and mean people. Says she's always in a leadership role. Everyone thinks she's super strong, but she's a big softy. And if someone is hurt, I hurt. Um, excuse me, no room for empaths. That's me speaking. Yeah, this is one of those people like, why should you win? And she goes, oh, I have very high emotional intelligence and I can read people, blah, 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 blah. Everybody says that and only one of you win. Tell me something else. I'm sick of these bios already. We're two people in. The thing is, though, we had Heather. Look how far Heather got last season. And she's kind of the same thing. Big empath and just coasted. So it, it may surprise you how far these people get by. But Maria, I guess we'll have to see. She wants to play like Angelina and Tony. So she kind of wants to play a softer game. Wants, you know, jury maintenance is a thing, but it's not the whole thing. It's going to be gameplay as well. So we'll see about Maria. Next, we have Romeo Escobar. He's 37 from Norwalk, California. He's a pageant coach, enjoys traveling, beauty pageants, and watching Survivor. Interesting. He's impatient and is annoyed by slow people, laziness, and people who can't read a room. Well, guess what? That's not going to go well on Survivor for him. Yeah, I don't think so either, (laughs) but let's see. Inspired by his immigrant parents, wants to be remembered for his gameplay. Quote, I always get what I want. Mm. Okay, dude. See ya. Out in the first three weeks. We'll see. Next, we have Tori Meehan. She's 25 from Tulsa, Oklahoma. She's a therapist. Yay, therapy. Enjoys CrossFit, playing board and card games. Me too. She's the middle child of five kids. Not me. Graded 100% debt-free from her undergraduate and paid for 50% of her master's by competing in pageants. Her and Romeo can kind of chat maybe about that if they're on the same team. And she earned academic scholarships. People often tell her they thought she was going to be a mean girl, but are surprised by how that is not the case. Oh, my gosh. Guess what? Who, who cares? You're basically saying, I'm a better person than you think I am. Just because I'm pretty doesn't mean I'm not nice. Shut up and show us on the show. And come on, her hero, Jesus. Super into Jesus. Super into Jesus. <laughs> Lord and Savior, you know? Wants to play like Skim Spradlin, beats and challenges. She wants a strong social game. Everyone does. She, she wants to go in authentic. She thinks she's a total package. Okay. Background in psychology. She cares about people, studied the game, wants to drop people in and make them work for her. Well, yeah, doesn't everyone? We'll yeah, see. everybody wants people to do the dirty work while they sit back and just win the game. Yep. So if everybody has the st- same strategy, guess what? Then nobody's going to be doing anything. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Next, we have Jackson Fox, 48 from Pasadena, Texas. Healthcare worker, annoyed by people who are unorganized, no schedules, and people who don't get the point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, same. Proud of running his own company. He's a trans man, has a lot of tattoos, big softy with animals. His mom is his hero. Go moms. Wants to play like Elaine, of course, from Island of the Idols. He seems super empathetic from what I've kind of read in his writing. That's kind of it for him. I'm bored with him. Chanel Howell, 29, from Hamden, Connecticut. She's an executive recruiter. She likes exploring new countries, trying new cuisines, and blogging about them. Hate slow walkers. Me too. <laughs> Proud of utilizing recruiting skills to create a mentorship program to help young women get into professional spaces. Nice. Good at crunching numbers in her head. Can't relate. 
wants to play like Kim. A lot of Kim lovers, I will say, in this cast. Considers herself a student of the game on subject matter in Survivor. Will be motivated on cold nights and hungry days. Wants to show... Wants to show that the show is made for black and brown girls, too, as, of course, CBS works on its diversity issues uh, again this season. And that's it for Chanel. Oh, you forgot to mention something really critical yes. that showed us a lot about her uh, her past. Her hero? Her parents. Oh. Frick out of here, people. <laughs> you love it. Love to see it. Nine of the eight. Is it 18 people this year? Nine of them mm-hmm. have mentioned their parents as their hero. That's half, and then another three mention siblings or their husband or wife or whatever. It just annoys me. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm keep going through waiting for someone Justin's going to like. Okay, next we have Omar Zahir, 31, from Whitby, Ontario, Canada. He's a veterinarian, enjoys training animals. Settlers of Catan. Have you ever played that? I have played once with my friend Julie the Cat Gaffney. She's a big fan. Did you enjoy it? I was, it's something where you need to know how to play. Mm-hmm. So I started enjoying it as yeah. we were playing, but then I was getting frustrated because I was like, I made so many stupid mistakes because I didn't and know what was I was doing. she was crushing it. Yeah, and yeah, she dominated. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, it is a pretty fun game, but you need a good group to play It looks with. fun. I see Kristen Bell enjoys playing mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it's on my list. Uh, and watching TV. Well, us too. Considers herself silly, uh, empathetic, and shameless. Annoyed by people who complain at the cost of vet care. Uh, rudeness, feeding seeds to parrots. Jim grunters. Joey from friends. The fact that mini weeds have gelatin. When people talk bad about pigeons. Oh, and institutional racism. That's just a couple of things. That That's just, you know what? By. I'm sorry, dude. You can't put institutional racism as a pet peeve. It's, just, it's more than a pet peeve, man. I did appreciate all the like silly things that were like so specific to a pet peeve. Like that feels more pet peeve to me than like so people who chew gum loudly, you know? Yeah. So this guy, I was like, I want to like this guy. Yeah. And I was reading through. I was like, all right, fairly interesting body. Bio, and then about halfway through, I was like, all right, I'm done with him. Yeah, I mean, it, what is interesting is most proud of becoming exotic animal specialist from undergrad, which has the lowest admission rate of any specialty. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah, talk uh, about self-brag. In like. the era of, of uh, Baskin versus Joe, that new show, which I've yet to watch. Tiger King? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the new one. Oh, I haven't seen the new version. Yep. Yeah. Um, proud of maintaining his Muslim values while living in the Western world, like abstaining from alcohol, pork, and premarital sex. People would be surprised by his difficult childhood and that he's afraid of condiments. So that's funny. <laughs> so uh, in his bio, do you think it was a purposeful uh, little note there? He said he is abstaining from alcohol, pork, and premarital sex, dot, 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 no matter how hard it gets. Do you think that was supposed to be a pun on the premarital sex? I no? think so. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. So I, I can abstain from that temptation, yeah. Uh, wants to play like Surrey Fields, wants to sit and sit weight and strike strategy which i do understand early in the game when you're just getting to know people but i feel like last season with a shortened time there's really not a lot of time to sit there because you're going to go out next season because people are just finding the easiest thing to get you out until the season starts going so he has to be careful with that next we have swati goel 19 from palo alto california ivy league student favorite hobbies are reading on the beach theater and survivor Describes herself as competent, charismatic, and caring. The C's. Annoyed by people who have big dreams but don't work hard. I don't think that's a great, great pet peeve, in my opinion. People who are emotionally manipulative and people who try to control her or tell her how to live her life. You okay. mean all of Survivor? Yeah, seriously? All of Survivor? Yikes. 
proud of getting into every college she applied to, writing and directing her own show, and enlisting in the Army National Guard. She's a karate black belt. No, excuse me. Let me say specifically, this is her quote. I'm quoting from I don't think she she actually is. I think it was a joke. She wrote, I'm a karate black belt. Just kidding. It's jujitsu. Just kidding. I mean, the fact that, like, so she's she not, thought that was clever. Was just I was like, okay. I she I think she's going to be the really immature nineteen year old that was who was it J T last season. Yeah, there was a J T, but for every J T, there's uh, what's his name? Uh, Xander. Xander. Yeah, Xander know? was what twenty two or something. Yeah. He played well. Elon Musk is her hero. That's something not different. Not parents, so that's good. Yeah, ready to go into space. Okay, so that's it for Swati. Hi, guying, and if I'm butchering it. I can't wait to learn how to pronounce it later this week. I was going to say hi, Giang, but... Let's go with that. All right. Um, 29, Atlanta from uh, Giarai, Bakaliu. I could s- be butchering all of that. So Just my Vietnam. Apologies. From Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Okay. Data scientists likes traveling to new cities and using their public transportation. I think that's huge. Like something to point out when you're traveling. To use the public transportation available as, you know, someone with a stake in the industry. Uh, dog parks and cooking describes himself as aggressive, astute, and audacious. That's interesting. I, I do, and I love the word audacious. So, you know, hates judgmental people, looking down on someone for their lifestyle or choices because they're not the same choice that you would make. Sounds like he wouldn't get along with Swati, in my opinion, <laughs> yep. based off of that. Proud of being the first person from his family to go to college and graduate. Same, dude. Same. Bought his first home at 24, paid same, off his dude. student loans by 26. No, no, no. Mentoring his younger brother to ensure he surpasses them. I thought that was a nice comment there. Grew up in extreme poverty, learned to survive and be resilient from a young age. Mom is his hero. Sorry, Justin. But he does acknowledge that it's cliche. Yes. So yes. at least he's like, all right, this sucks, but I'm telling you anyway. Fan of poverty, but what will be similar to Aubrey. Interesting. He basically wants to be non-threatening and find a shield, which not a terrible strategy, but hard to do. Easier, Easier said than done. Look at wow, us. We're on the same Look at us. Kayla. Next, my apologies, Lindsay, for butchering this potential last name, but we have Lindsay Dolishwish. Is that how you would say it? Uh, Dallaswish. Dallaswish. Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Dolishwish, Dallaswish, yep. something like 31 that. 31 from Asbury, New Jersey. Dietitian. Hobbies are co ed flag football in the sand at bar A by the shore, very specific. Interior decorating on the holidays. High intensity or adrenaline activities. Describes herself as loud, talkative, intense personality. Uh-oh. Intense personalities can go either way. Yep. Hates wasted time, slow and quiet talkers. Considers herself a true New Jerseyan. Proud of becoming a dietitian and starting her own business. Looks up to her younger sister. Thinks she can outwit everyone because she is familiar with dealing with different types of people. Can read people well. A favorite line. And is good at persuading others. Plus, let's be real, she says, people are stupid. You know, she may have won me back over with that line because that's one of my life mottos. Most people, oh, is it? People are stupid? Most people are stupid. That's just, you just start with that as your baseline and then be impressed when somebody proves otherwise. That's how I, I operate It's now. hard to impress Justin. You, you all are learning there. Next. Well, yeah, she also said uh, wasted time drives her nuts. So she's going to be on an island with people not doing anything and she's loud. So let's see how that works out for you. Yeah, let's see how the lazies do. Um, next, we have Roxroy Bailey. 44 from Vulcan, New York. Cool name. Lives in Las Vegas, though. He's a stay-at-home dad. Plays with his kids. Basketball, likes to camp, golfs. Annoyed by drivers who did not use a turn signal. Me, too. And thinks they know everything. So he doesn't like people that are know-it-alls. He's an environmental scientist, Jamaican, and has uh, been to over 20 countries. 
His mom is his hero. Ooh, another point for mom. He wants to play like John, playing for his family. So his family is his motivator on this. That's it for Rock Story. Next, we have Jenny Kim, 43, creative director, likes to travel, do Pilates, write and watch movies, is direct, open, and compassionate, hates arrogant people and those with a sense of entitlement, proud of adapting her career to due to the recession and circumstances so she can kind of, you know, change, adapt her career, hopefully her personality and game strategy when she plays. Um it's kind of how she adapted to be the design leader she is today. She can wield and burn furniture out of metal, which is kind of cool. cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Her husband is her hero, left Australia to follow his dreams in New York with only two suitcases and enough money to last a few months. Wants to play like Kelly Wentworth and Everybody loves Kelly Wentworth. Yeah. She's another big favorite. She's a favorite, yeah. So that's it for Jenny Kim. Next, we have Daniel Strzok, 30, New Haven, Connecticut. A lot of Connecticuters. Law Clerk. Movie fanatic likes Legos, keeping track of things. That's kind of ominous. Like, what do you like to do? Keep track of things. Oh, the uh, blood vials of all the people he's murdered, probably. Exactly. That was exactly what I went to. Um, And Survivor, of course. Annoyed by disruptive moviegoers, people who talk to you when you're wearing headphones. Yes, that is such a great pet peeve. And oatmeal raisin cookies pretending to be chocolate chip cookies. That's great. Those are great. Great pet peeves. Yes, he had an interesting bio. I think I reverse it because I like oatmeal raisin better than chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. So I think when chocolate chip cookies are masquerading as oatmeal raisin, it mm-hmm. bothers me. You know? Okay, okay. Little tidbit on Justin. He's a cancer survivor. He collects signed pocket U.S. constitutions. So weird. I love a good quirk. Uh, George Washington is his hero. How about that? Mm-hmm. Not bad. And uh, what, Roddy Edmonds? Yes. Did you know who that was before you read it? No. Okay, me neither. I had to look it up. Yeah. A World War II sergeant. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, knows he needs to lower his threat level from the get-go. Thinks his odds are low, and he needs to handle threat management. Wants to have fun and make the most of the opportunity. Here's the thing. He's a quirky guy. You can get the sense of that right off the page. Yep. On the one hand, you're like, okay, he has zero strategy kind of going in. He just wants to see how long he can make it. He's doomed, but... That's kind of one of the crazy outliers that could surprise you. And I loved how, you know, the last question in the bio is always like, why should you win Survivor? And everybody's like, I can read people. I'm great at this game. I studied this game. And he was like, actually, the odds are against me that I'm going to win. It's going to be really difficult, but I'm going to try to get the most out of this experience. Like, that's the most real answer. Yeah, and sometimes people are so in their head about strategy that they either completely collapse and are unable to kind of get that going or they feel kind of overwhelmed he's kind of going into it like let's see what happens and i'm kind of intrigued by that um next we have marianne okech 24 from ajax ontario canada seminary student likes tabletop video games reading and snowboarding annoyed by those that walk slowly anyone that disrupts her sleep hypocrites and people who don't apologize Wrote for her school newspaper and was invited to consult with her university's equity and inclusion. Can I say equity inclusion? Don't you think it was equality? What do you mean? Did you think that when you read that? It says, met with her university's equity and inclusion officer. I wondered if that was a typo on the CBS website. No, equity. Oh. And inclusion. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, just saying. I'm creating a better framework and support for black students at McMaster University considers herself a great listener wants to play like davy okay so we got a we got a good young crowd we got a good like kind of middle 
I'm I'm curious to see kind of how they come in just based off of last season, um, just because it's a different kind of show last season, um, kind of how they do, because I feel like they either fell to the older crowd or, you know, Xander just beast on comp, you know? So we'll see. Next, we have Zach Wartenberger, 22, from St. Louis, Missouri. He's a student. Like social strategy games, sketch comedy writing, Interesting. and running. Pet peeves are people who don't tip because he delivered pizzas for a while, so he gets annoyed by that. Won the Tournament of Champions, which is for debate. Considers himself a hustler. Parents are his heroes. And Ethan's on. Wants to play like Todd Herzog, winner, of course, of Survivor China. Um, so that's kind of it for Zach. Last, is he the youngest besides uh, Swati? He's 22. Yes. And Swati's 19. So th- Lydia's two 22, too. Oh, yeah, that's yep. true. Uh, last but not least, we have Drea Wheeler, who is 35 from Montreal, Canada. She's a fitness consultant, likes working out, yes, and charity work. Resilient, ambitious, and caring. Doesn't like dishonest people. I mean, who does? Proud of becoming an all-American track runner. Fears death. Um, same. Her mom is the bomb.com. Wants to play like Kelly. We love Kelly here. Believes her personality, physical strength, and ability to manipulate people to do what she wants will help her get to the final. We'll see. And by last but not least, I mean, I, there's still two more people. Good job, Kayla. Let us not forget Mike Turner, 58, from Hoboken, New Jersey. Retired firefighter. Likes working out, sports, and watching great movies. As opposed to watching bad movies. Uh, he's loyal, loud, and fair. Pet peeves are people who are late and rip open cereal boxes and leave them open. Does that annoy you? Do people do that often? Or I do know some, someone that just like rips open the top, like instead of just like carefully so you can tuck in the oh, two yeah. edges and it's annoying. So, that would annoy me. Yeah. Yes. I, I know you're annoyed by people who don't close the... You could have just stopped so... at people. Oh, okay. I, okay. I am annoyed by people, yes. <laughs> All right. So... uh Inspired by family, thinks he possesses all the attributes needed. Everyone does. Uh, thinks he'll be hard to beat in challenges. He's a worker in camp and will make people believe he's not a threat and has the gift of gab. Okay. We'll see how that kind And of, he's, kind really, of... he's really sensitive on the inside, but people can't see through his tough exterior. Wow, you're a harsh critic today. These castaways are getting no uh, easy breaks with you, that's for <laughs> sure. All right, now, last but not least, let's go with Lydia Meredith, 22. A lot of 22ers. Maybe they can kind of band together. We'll see. From Fredericksburg, Virginia. What was that? Fredericksburg? Fredericksburg. <laughs> Lives in Santa Monica, though, presently. She's a waitress. She likes writing, comedy, going to musical festivals, roller skating, and going to the movies by herself. Describes herself as funny, spontaneous, loyal. Hates when people waste their time. Most proud of staying true to herself no matter the circumstance and riding Mickey's Fun Wheel at Disneyland despite being afraid of Ferris wheels. Whoa. Her hero is Kristen Wiig. She wants to play like Tom Westman and Sarah. Can I just say she kind of seems pretty cool, like in real life? I feel she like seems maybe like I would like person. to hang with her. Yeah, like she seems like a good hang, um, you know. And she's terrified of vacuum cleaners, which you, that's yes. always a good trick. You could just screw with her and chase her with a vacuum, you know. Yeah. So I think that's it for our castaways, and let's get into our new scoring system as well as picking our five survivor castaways based of course on the descriptions we read above all right so first thing first we are going to draft our five survivors each and this time 
we are not going to pick the same castaways. So I have to pick five completely different castaways than you. Yeah, we heard your feedback, and thank you all for agreeing with me on this. So oh, that whatever. We- <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> Verbal so- eye roll here. <laughs> So we're going to draft where I pick or Kayla picks one, I pick one, and we just kind of go back and forth until we each have five completely different castmates so that the scoring makes it a little bit more fun. We have something more to root for, and we're not just both rooting for the same people. And it will be interesting because last season we both picked Erica on our teams to win. So who's going to pick the survivor, or will we both not pick the survivor? I guess we'll see. Probably more likely that neither of us pick the survivor. It might be. This is a very interesting cast, so I don't know. We both pick the Big Brother winner, and we both pick the Survivor winner. That's true. So are we kind of experts in the field? We might. I think so. And speaking of which, since I won the Survivor draft last time, I will be going first for our draft pick. Justin, of course, will be doing the opposite because he won Big Brother. But Survivor has been Kayla's game thus far, and hopefully it continues. Fingers crossed. Are you ready for my first pick? Just don't take my first pick and we'll be fine. I think we'll be good okay. because my first pick is going to be Chanel Howell. Okay. Okay. Chanel was on my list, mm-hmm. but not my first pick. She's, I didn't think it would be. So she seems pretty interesting. Who is your first? Pick? My first pick is yes. going to be Hai Jiang. Mm-hmm. He just seems like he's going to be able to do a lot of stuff around the camp. He seems smart. He mentioned that he's audacious and aggressive, so I'm a little nervous by that, but I'm also want to root for that. Yeah, so. he was on my list, so I'm a little mad about that. Okay. But okay, my next pick, and I'm kind of between two here, but I'm going to go with Jonathan Young. All right, Jonathan Young was also on my list. Cool, cool, cool. I guess we just have a very similar... We, uh, we do. Feeling. I mean, it's our best friends. We like the same things in people. It's so. true. All right, who's going to be your number two? My number two is going to be Jenny Kim. Oh. Yes, Jenny Kim just seems like she's got a good head on her I'm shoulders. I'm so and... mad right now. Was she oh, next? <laughs> she was, she was. Okay, darn it. All right, my next pick is going to be Tori Meehan. Jesus lover? Mm-hmm. Tor- okay, solid. She's got Jesus on her side, so maybe there's a chance there. Yep. <laughs> okay. Who's going to be your third? This is third pick. My yep. third pick is going to be Roxroy Bailey. Oh, he was on my list. Yeah, he seems like the man. Okay. We're going through these good. All right. I only got two more. My next I only have pick, one more person I really want, Kayla, so. My next pick. Oh, God. You nope. kind of flew through mine so quickly. No pressure. I'm going to go with Drea Wheeler. Okay, solid. Didn't have her anywhere near here. But on, you know, the bright side for you, she's not one of the people I listed as no possible chance in capital letters. I'll be curious if our no's are the ones that are going to win, but let's see. Yeah, we should mention that at the end. (laughs) All right, who's going to be your fourth pick? My fourth pick is going to be Zach Wurtenberger, the 22-year-old. Mr. Debate? Yeah, kind of reminds me of Xander. Okay. So rooting for that. All right, this is hard. This is five. This is it for me. If I make a mistake, it's not going to be good. I think I'm going to go with Romeo. Really? Romeo Escobar. Yep. All right, thanks, because no chance I was taking him. Was he on your no list? He was on one of my no lists. Yeah. Just his pet peeves and stuff just seems like yeah. he's going to rub people the wrong he, way. He, I always got to pick a quirky one that just we'll see how it goes. 
So this is the last pick of the draft mm-hmm. for this me. last pick. So I am between Daniel Strunk and Lydia Meredith because they're both quirky, and I want a quirky person on my team to root I kind of was rooting for Lydia, so she was one that I was going between yeah. as my quirky pick. And I just can't. Do they have the, uh, uh, well, I'm doing this without actually looking to see at the what teams they got assigned to yet. But I just think, ooh, man, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Lydia. Lydia okay. Meredith is going to yeah. be my fifth. I just feel like she's going to be able to stick around a little longer than Daniel. Okay. All right. So we got our teams there. So I have Chanel, Jonathan, Tori, Drea, and Romeo. And you have? You were the one writing them all down, weren't you? I don't okay. Caleb. I don't even remember your picks. <laughs> That's voting well for you. <laughs> you had Lydia, Jenny, Hi, Rox Roy, and... Who am I missing for you? Zach Wartenberger. Zach, yeah. I forgot Mr. Debate. Okay. So we have our teams, and now I'm going to introduce a little extra to our scoring system from last season. So before you get into that, like which character or character, which contestant were you just like, there's no chance this person wins? Oh, yeah. So my absolutely no was Maria. Maria is... Sharon. The stay-at-home mom who likes gardening. Yep. Um, I also had Jackson. Oh, I had Jackson as no chance. Mm-hmm. And I had Swati as yes. no chance. Yes. Yep. yep. Same. So, okay. <laughs> so we'll see if we end up being completely wrong. But yeah, those were, those were my initial ones. Um, okay. Now for our new additions to our scoring system. So like last season, we're still doing that each castaway on our teams get a number of points equal to the amount of weeks they last. So if one of our picks gets out the first week, they get one point. That's it. We're just going by weeks here. Um, Now we're adding an additional kind of fun points to keep track of each week. And so they are as follows. It's going to be based on a survivor's actions. And so it's kind of like we're granting survivor points. So for rewards, if a survivor, one of our teammates, wins a reward challenge or or picks anyone that wins on a single tribe. So you have multiple of your castaways you chose on a tribe. Each one gets the point. So that's one point if your survivor is picked to join on the reward. For immunity, a survivor who wins an immunity gets two points, or if there are any picks or one on a single tribe. Next, we have grant reward. So a survivor grants a challenge reward, or more picks gain the reward, they get one point. Island Challenge, a survivor who participates in Island Challenge, one point. Reads Tree Mail, a survivor reads any part of Tree Mail, one point. Makes Fire, a survivor makes fire or assists in making fire, one point. Find a Clue, a survivor finds a clue to a hidden immunity, idol, or advantage, that is one point. Merge, a survivor is part of the new Merge tribe, that is one point. Finds an idol, a survivor who originally finds a hidden idol, is one point. Play an idol, a survivor who becomes immune to votes because immunity idol is played on their behalf during tribal council. That is two points. And that it's is kind critical of rare. that it's played on their behalf. It's Correct. not necessarily the person who plays the idol, but the person who gets the idol played for them. Correct. Gains an advantage. A survivor who holds an advantage at any time during an episode is one point. So it's just a little extra kind of bonus points to even it up a little bit because I think sometimes just getting the point for the week's 
and skewed. If you just have really bad picks like Justin had last season, so I pick the winner. She <laughs> oh, was my least that. favorite yes. pick. <laughs> oh, Erica. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for our episode zero for Survivor Forty Two. Again, the premiere is going to be on March 9th, Wednesday at eight o'clock. Two hour premiere. We can't wait and look forward to our first episode on Friday. The tribe and JK have spoken. See you next week. Well, that's it this week for Wrong Opinions Only Survivor Edition. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK for all of our Survivor takes throughout the week. Until next time, JK out.